Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story from San Jose, California shows that unintended consequences are a very real thing and can be quite serious and expensive. The problem right now is at the Coyote Creek Golf Course, which is open to the public and will cost you about $68 to play 18 holes. But just like the course in Caddyshack, there's a problem. Now, while Bill Murray had to deal with groundhogs that were tearing up the turf in that movie, the problem at Coyote Creek is feral pigs. The damage they cause as they dig up the ground looking for food costs the golf course owners about $50,000 a month to fix. The problem with pigs is that they're too smart to be trapped and can get around whatever fence you put up. So the only way to eradicate them is to shoot them until they are dead. But in the city where the course sits, it's illegal to discharge a firearm, and city officials say it's too risky to issue a temporary exemption. You know, I was thinking, Cliff, while you were telling that story, it would be pretty cool if you would just have the uh, golfers, you know, slide yeah. a little rifle in their <laughs> in their <laughs> cart. <laughs> And while you're out playing... Here's, a, here's an extra club to carry <laughs> yeah. in your bag. <laughs> and don't count it as an actual club, you know. We don't want anybody <laughs> to go right. over the limit. You know, and if you see a feral oh, yeah. pig... Yeah. I wonder what the uh, penalty stroke there is, Cliff, if you... Um, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't want to take a mulligan on that shot. No, I wouldn't either. No, 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 no. This reminder that the um, Gibson County Origami Club has folded. Cliff, what's happening at 7 o'clock? <laughs> I just got the information. It just came in by an email. It just came in. It by just, a, I don't know, a folded up little piece of paper. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they folded. So cancel the meeting scheduled yeah. for tomorrow night at 7. Well, Cliff, uh, if you remember, I'm sure you do. Everybody does. The great mm. toilet paper shortage earlier this year. Yes, absolutely. And now they're saying that it could come back again this fall and winter. I don't know about you, but during the last paper shortage for toilet paper, I became a master at origami. I can fold that <laughs> stuff up like you wouldn't believe. Weed TV station KDKA in Pittsburgh is reporting on what may be the start of a crime spree there. Well, actually not so much of a crime spree as it is a cold, calculated attack on one of America's most venerated institutions. Although right now police aren't sure if the cases are connected, but what happened in each of the incidents is identical. For the second time in as many weeks, and for the fourth time in the past month, someone in the Pittsburgh region has blown up a porta potty. KDKA went live Tuesday morning to the scene of the latest, where bomb sniffing dogs could be seen sifting through the porta potty rubble, and crime scene technicians tried to collect fingerprints from what was left. In each instance, the porta potty explosion happened at a construction site in the middle of the night leaving investigators with little to go on. <laughs> oh, you knew that was going to happen. I, I could you? see that coming, yes. Yes, I could. It is, though, it is, though, good to know that the police force in one of the top 100 cities in the country taking the exploding Portageon issue seriously as at the scene during Tuesday's investigation was both the bomb squad and the chief of police looking for the serial porta potty pooper. <laughs> I would hate to be the guy having to do the fingerprints on the that. The fingerprint. Clip. No, you're there's, absolutely there's, right. <laughs> there's a 
a lot of baggage to get rid of there before you get yeah. to the fingerprint, I'm afraid. Yeah. Cliff, you've had several stories about people will steal anything at any time, and it doesn't matter what it is or where it yep, is. You're absolutely right, yeah. And I saw this morning in Gainesville, Florida, who would have thought a mm -hmm. 20-year-old guy there decided it was a good idea if he stole a police car. Now, they frown on that when you steal police cars, Cliff, <laughs> and you take off on a joyride. They want them back. Yeah. Two hours later, they caught this man because he stopped yeah. and found a uh, credit card inside the police car, and he decided to buy some stuff with it, and they finally <laughs> caught the guy. <laughs> so they didn't catch him because there was a rogue police car driving around. They caught him because it was a credit card. He <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't help himself. And when they okay. caught him, Cliff, they asked him, why in the world would you do this? And he told the police he was on a spiritual journey. Now, I'm not sure what mystical spirits this guy was listening to, Cliff, but he needs to find <laughs> some spirits that give him better advice than stealing yeah, police say, cars. He needs to find better mystical spirits. <laughs> yes. You see, Jack Daniels is a spirit of sorts, but well, he's yeah. not known for giving out good advice whenever you oh, use him. No. Is that true? <laughs> No, you're absolutely right. It's not like Confucius sat around downing a <laughs> bottle of Jack and decided to come up with some nice little sayings for us all yeah, to live so by. Let's, so let's just take that as a grain of truth. Jack Daniels is not known for giving good advice. No, no. just That's something you can live by. How's that? <laughs> well, Cliff, following the 8 o'clock news, around 8.10 or so, okay. I'm going to give you some of the reasons why I would never make it in the military as we celebrate Veterans Day this morning. I jotted down a few things, Cliff, as why I would never be <laughs> able to make it in the military. Okay. So that's following the 8 o'clock news. But right well, now... That'll be, <laughs> that'll be interesting. Well, it's different. But right now, yeah. Cliff, I'd like to turn serious just for about 35 to 40 seconds. Okay, go right ahead. Here on this Veterans Day. Yep. I know I've seen it, Cliff has seen it, and I'm sure all of our wonderful 11 listeners have seen this. They've been out shopping somewhere in a grocery store, they've been in a convenience store, and you see that older gentleman shuffling along in front of you, holding yep. on to a cart, kind of slowly walking, mm -hmm. got a military baseball cap on, and you get a little bit aggravated because in this messed up, fast-forward world, they're slowing you down. You yeah. get to the checkout, and maybe they pay a little too slow for your likings because you've got important things to do. Today, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm asking you to remember that there was a day when these gentlemen were far better and tougher than I know I'm ever going to be. And they've done things mm -hmm. I know I couldn't possibly do. So let's remember that today. As we celebrate Veterans Day. And you know what? If you see a veteran out eating somewhere, whip out the wallet, buy his lunch or dinner for him. <laughs> That'd be cool. That would be very cool. I've seen that done before, and I have seen grown men cry when that happens. Now, we're not trying to make anybody cry, by no means. But do something nice for a veteran today. Yep. And after the 8 o'clock news... I think you know why I couldn't make it in there, Cliff. But we'll run down about three reasons. <laughs> Weed, one of the interesting things about this country is that it's made up of a bunch of individual states who can make their own laws. And there's been an argument ever since the ink dried on the Constitution about what rights states have as opposed to the rights of the federal government. A big one in recent years 
Recreational marijuana, technically illegal on the federal level, but many states, including Illinois, have stepped around Washington, D.C. to go out on their own over the matter. Election laws are like that, too. And never has that been more evident than in the past few days. The differences between one state and the next has led to misunderstanding for some, and apparently for others, well, they've forgotten history. Because there's a state legislator in Mississippi who's apparently upset about how other states are handling their votes and made a pretty bold thread on social media earlier this week. Republican Price Wallace replied to another lawmaker's commentary on the election outcome, saying that if things didn't go the way he wanted, his state needed to succeed from the union and form their own country. (laughs) Okay, I believe you Mississippians tried that once. (laughs) Didn't work out so well. It's also worth noting that Wallace said his state needs to succeed from the union, as in win, and not secede, which means to just go away. It's a different thing entirely. Yeah, history says that doesn't work real well, Cliff. That's not a, it's not a, yeah. something you want on your campaign button. I'm telling no, you, that's not going to work. Gonna, yeah. No, no. Well, earlier, Cliff, I mentioned some of the reasons that I've come up with why I would not make it in the military. And that <laughs> yes. seems yes, to have did. inspired Mr. Phil McCracken because he sent me a text message asking <laughs> no. if he could have a voice message before this little topic. And so I'm... Here he is, Cliff. Uh, okay. Top of the morning to you, Phil McCracken. American flag waver, veteran of the United States military. I'd like to say thank you to all the men and women out there who've given selflessly for this great country of ours. Because without all the work we've done to make this country free, we and Cliff uh, wouldn't be able to do the uh, lousy job they do on the radio. <laughs> Well, first of all, thanks for your service, <laughs> Phil McCracking. And no thank you for throwing us under the bus at the end of it. Well, Cliff, here are the reasons. I came up with three or four reasons okay. why I would be horrible yes. in the military. Yes. And luckily for me, I'm to the age yeah. where I don't have to worry about that. Okay. My military hero to this day, Cliff, still remains Gomer Pyle. I love that man. <laughs> I love that man. The push-ups that I hear they require you to do in the military aren't ice cream bars, and I don't like that. Oh, no, 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 that's not true at all, yeah. And gunfire makes me tinkle, and you can't have that (laughs) when you're out and about on a battlefield. You know what I'm saying? Let me me just clarify what you just said. Yes. (laughs) When, When you hear guns being shot, it makes you pee your pants. Yeah, yes, and the... And the... Okay. And the fact that I use the word tinkle is another yeah. reason I could never be in the military that's because right. I can't imagine that the guys would... around the barracks and I go, right. I've tinkled. <laughs> Excuse me. I've just tinkled in my pants. I wonder how bad that conversation would be, Cliff, sitting around the barracks or out in the field trying to fight someone. <laughs> that's awesome. That's some of the reasons, Cliff, why I yeah. can never make it in the military. And our contest, Cliff, we were talking yeah. about it earlier, trying to get up mm. a little bit of excitement about it. Yes. It's not went as I thought it would go. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Uh, the voice messages have been harsh, including this one right here. Uh, okay. I don't even think you're going to get 50 votes, much less 150. What are you guys thinking? Good Lord, this contest. Okay, there's no sense for foul language <laughs> no. when you're talking about our contest. I mean... 
It's not the greatest, we know. But it's the best we can do given the conditions we're in. Yes. And not only was there bad language, Cliff, yeah. check this one out. It's time to stop your voting. Uh, it is dead turkey of a game, food fight game. Okay, the only fight is trying not to throw up every time I listen to you talk about it. All right, it's not time to stop voting. You can vote until 9 o'clock. <laughs> We're getting disinformation out there, Cliff. No wonder our food fight contest is not going well. Well, yes. you got to vote until 9. Cliff, here's your message directly for you. Okay, I'm ready. Cliff, you're the rules guy. You think we can get a ban on weed's ideas for contests? All right. (laughs) I'm sure Phil McCracken would like that. It seems to be growing in popularity. Maybe we ought to vote on that, Cliff. Maybe we should vote on whether or not you can continue to come up with contests. Yes, maybe that should be our next contest. <laughs> there's there's only one problem with that, you know, line of thinking. Okay. Is that we got to have some kind of contest, right? Yes. We've got to do some kind of game just to play along, just to make things interesting. And if you're not doing it, that means someone else has to. <laughs> that would be you. Who would... Who would that fall on? Me. That would yes. be you, yes. Yeah, yeah, we're going to continue to have weed come up with contests, no matter how lame they might be. That's a way. Brag me up there a little bit. <laughs> and it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Today we're going to learn a new word, or at least I think you'll learn a new word. Okay. And that word is scurry fungi. Scurry fungi. Yes. Now, while it may sound to you like a word that's used to describe the stuff that doesn't drain out from the bottom of your dishwasher, it's completely harmless. That's good to know. Well, at least far less harmless. Scurry fungi is an old, old word that means to hastily tidy up your house. And that's what it means. I'll use it in a sentence, Cliff. Please do. That girl I like called and asked if she could come over to the house last night, so I had to scurry fungi like a lunatic until she got here. Now, see, that sounds bad if you don't know what the word scurry fungi is. Right. Is that not true? Well, yeah, it totally is, because it could be something naughty. See? (laughs) Now, did you know that word, Cliff, in advance? I I did not know. I have never heard before today the word scurry fungi. See the things you learn on this program, Cliff? Huh? That's it, huh? Yes. <laughs> Somebody could offer you $1,000 today if you know the yes. meaning of scurry fungi, and you would scurry tell them fudge. what? Yes. And what would you tell them, Cliff? Uh, I, I don't know anything about scurry fungi. Well, <laughs> hastily tidying up your house. Oh, okay. Thermal crack it here. It's time to stop your vaulting. The food fight game's over. No, 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 no. No, it's not. The food fight game continues. Yeah, we've we've got a couple more rounds to go yet before we crown a food fight champion. I think there's three rounds to go, Cliff. Build that excitement up. It's not over. Is it up? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You mean the website? Yes. Oh, it's totally up. It was up at 9 o'clock. I mean, you can vote on it now, the next round? You can vote on it right now, yeah. The uh, semifinal round in the the left-hand bracket is up now for voting. Weedandcliff.com. Click the Food Fight link under our faces. Food Fight. Build that excitement. Well, can't whenever you're, you know, throwing it under the bus like that. It stopped. Phil Phil McGraggan. Cliff, anything said today? Praises of a day, start with number three. 
Jack Daniels is not known for giving good advice. That is true. Words to, words to always remember. Mm -hmm. Number two. During the last toilet paper shortage, I became a master at origami. <laughs> <laughs> always going to try to squeeze number two out of right there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And the number one, and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. We're going to have weed continue to come up with contests, no matter how lame they might be. You know, there's no reason for us to have a, a top three that throws us under the bus. But Every then again, one of the <laughs> I guess it really didn't throw us under the bus that last one. Now, did it? No, just you. Yeah. It was just you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.